go you can quiz thank you uh good afternoon everybody this is the metropolitan planning organization technical advisory committee meeting for tuesday february 2nd uh 2021 uh, scheduled to start at 2.30 p.m. This meeting is virtual by Zoom. I will turn it over to Jessica or Ashley so they can read how the meeting will transpire. Thank you. Uh, so my name is Ashley Briers. Uh, good afternoon and thank you for being at the meeting. Uh, Jessica Mortinger is on remote and she's going to be helping me facilitate. And we will work alongside, alongside the chair, Erin uh, Quisenberry, for this. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast live on the city's YouTube channel and public access channel 25. During the meeting, when you're not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found on the lower left-hand side of the Zoom menu next to the video icon. When you are muted, a red line will appear over the icon. Muting your microphone during the meeting will make it easier for everyone to hear. You'll just have to remember to unmute if and when you want to speak. In some cases, we may mute or unmute people as needed to minimize distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name and title for the benefit of those listening remotely. You can turn your video on and off by clicking on the video icon on the menu. For the purposes of this public meeting, please keep your video on when you are participating in the meeting. When you are not participating, it is okay to turn your video off. Just remember to turn your video back on when you are participating. If you're participating by phone, you can click star six to unmute your phone. For those using Zoom, somewhere on your screen, you'll see a choice to toggle between speaker and gallery view. Spe speaker view shows the active speaker. Gallery view tiles all the meeting participants. Individuals who registered in advance to provide public comments remotely will be called upon by name. At this time, no one has signed up. When you're called on, please unmute your listening device and state your name before speaking. Uh, the chair will then call for in-person public comment. Currently, we don't have anyone, anyone here besides Kurt and myself. Uh, for those who are physically present, staff will direct them to the podium to speak while following social distancing and safety protocols. All motions will need to be stated clearly. After a motion is made and seconded, Jessica will call on each member individually to provide their vote. Staff will then need to announce whether the motion carried and the count of the vote. So now I'll turn the meeting back over to Jessica actually to do introductions and then over to quiz. Thank you. Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager. And as you all some so kindly remind us, sometimes we are not very good at always remembering to do introductions. And we do have some new faces on the call today. So I would like to take a moment to um, go through the roster and I'll call you, you know, we'll go through um, in that order and let you uh, present yourself by last name. Um, and so they'll be like, and then um, we'll let all of our other guests and new faces introduce themselves. So I'm looking at Crick, Harger, Quisenberry, and Rhodes to start us off, please. Good afternoon, my name is Jeff Crick. I am the MPO Secretary and the Director of Planning and Development Services for the City of Lawrence and Douglas County. Good afternoon, um, I'm Melinda Harger, Assistant Director of Municipal Services and Operations for the City of Lawrence. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Aaron Quisenberry. I am the chair of this committee and a representative from the University of Kansas KU on Wheels program. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jeffrey Rhodes. I'm the management analyst for the city of Eudora and representing the city today uh, while our uh, usual suspect, Brandon Boyd, is out. Okay. 
now if I could have Smith, Voigt, and Weigel. And then after, Adam, after you're done, if you could inter, uh, invite anyone else to introduce themselves. Allison Smith with KDOT Transportation Planning. Chad, are you there? Did you want to introduce yourself? It appears that Chad Voigt is on the call with us representing Douglas County Public Works. Go ahead, Adam. Hi everyone, Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager for the City of Lawrence. And Jessica handed this off to me, so I'll look at my screen. Um, Felice, Steve, and Barbara, want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Felice, uh, Transit Planner 2 with the City of Lawrence. I'm Steve Ballman, Area Engineer KDOT here in Topeka. Barbara Maley, Planner with Federal Highway, assisting Matt uh, while he's down a planner. Laura, we didn't forget you. Okay, <laughs> Laura McCulloch, I am with Lawrence Douglas County Public Health. I'm a Community Health Planner. All right. Thank you, everyone. I think that gives everybody a good idea. You can see there's some new faces, maybe at least to some to everyone. Jessica, Chad's back on if you wanted to. Yeah, Chad, I just kind of introduced you, but if you'd like to introduce yourself. Okay. Sorry, the program locked up. I couldn't get it to unmute. So that's okay. Um, yeah, Chad Voigt, Director of Public Works for the county. Thank you. Thanks for entertaining us with introductions since we don't always go through the long order form. Um, Quiz, I'll turn it back to you and you can continue our meeting. Yep, this is Aaron Quisenberry, Chair, and we are on letter B of the agenda, which is public comment. Sounds like Ashley, just double checking that we did not have anybody uh, for public comment. Is that accurate? Correct, it's Ashley Breyers, no public comment. Okay. Moving on to letter C's approval of the minutes. We'll have two different sets of minutes that we're looking to approve uh, from December 8, 2020, and then December 17, 2020. We'll take those individually. Um, look at first, uh, looking for a motion and a second to approve the December 8, 2020 minutes. Or if anybody has any questions about those minutes. This is Melinda Harger, and I had a comment um, on the minutes for December 8th. Um, on item D2, I'm not sure if this needs to be noted in there, but the motion um, that I had made um, at the time was to recommend approval, um, but also with the consideration for the equity and inclusion, um, you know, and an invite for that perspective for equity and inclusion. Okay. Jessica, Ashley, are we yeah. able to have that Is amended? You, you, yes, you can recommend approval with that amendment noted in the action. We just didn't note it in the action, although we inv made that invitation for the steering committee. Great. Okay. So Melinda Harger, um, I move to recommend or to um, approve the minutes from December 8th with that amendment. 
looking for a second. Jeff Crick playing in development services. I'll second that. Okay, this is Aaron Quisenberry, Chair. It's been moved by Melinda and seconded by Jeff to go ahead and approve the December 8, 2020 uh, minutes with the amendment uh, that Melinda had mentioned, which has already happened, but it just wasn't included in this. Um, and I'll turn it back over to Jessica and or Ashley for a roll call vote. Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager, will proceed to do a roll call vote in alphabetical order by last name. Crick? Aye. Parger? Aye. Quisenberry? Aye. Rhodes? Aye. Smith? Aye. Voigt? Aye. Weigel? Aye. Motion carries seven to zero. Okay, this is Aaron Quisenberry, Chair, looking for a motion and a second to approve the December 17, 2020 minutes, or if anybody has any questions or comments on that as well. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. I move to approve the minutes as is. Adam Michael, second. Okay, it's been moved by Jeff and seconded by Adam to approve the December 17, 2020 minutes. Turn it back over to Jessica for a roll call vote. Okay, Crick. Aye. Harger. Aye. Quisenberry. Yes. Rhodes. Aye. Smith. Aye. Voigt. Aye. Weigel. Aye. The motion carries seven to zero. All right, we're moving on to letter D of the agenda. Looks like we will be entertaining election of chair and vice chair for the 2021 year coming up. The action we'll be taking is actually electing a chair and vice chair today to move forward with the, the rest of the meeting today and uh, further meetings for the 2021 year. So I'll turn it over to Jessica or Ashley for the process and protocol on that. Absolutely. This is Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager. Every that you generally at the first meeting of every year, we take the opportunity to appoint a chair and vice chair to serve in absence of the chair. Um, the duties really include uh, procedurally running the meetings um, and coordinating with staff on any issues that might need to be coordinated with. Um, it can be really any member of the committee. And just because you're a vice chair doesn't mean you have to be chair. We keep, we've kept chairs certain years, we've rotated chairs. Um, it, we really try to keep it with minimal effort. Um, I don't think it's too challenging. The biggest thing is just showing up to be here to run the meeting. So um, we'd be happy to answer any questions anybody may have about the role, um, but we'd look to your conversation to see who you want to appoint as your chair and vice chair. So this is Aaron Quisenberry. Uh, does anybody have any questions, suggestions? Uh, yeah, I might be interested in doing this. Um, what do you guys think? Don't be bashful. This is Melinda Harger, and I just have a comment that I think Jeff Crick would do a great job as either a chair or a vice chair. I'm just putting that out there. Jeff, I'm hearing that that is kind of a nomination in and of itself. Is that something that you'd be interested in if we get to that point? 
Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. I'd be happy to serve if, if my fellow members would have me. <laughs> Does anybody else have any interest in serving as chair or vice chair or continuing? So Jessica and Ashley, oh, go ahead. Someone was about ready to say something. This is Melinda Harker. Okay. I was just wondering who is our current vice chair? Melinda. Okay. This is Melinda Harger, and I was just going to mention that I would rather not serve this year if I if I could step down, that would be great. And I was going to ask you, Quiz, if you were interested in chairing or vice chairing this year. So this is Quiz. Um, I, I got pulled in 10 different directions this year on campus with COVID, mass testing. Um, it was crazy for me from time to time. And so um, I would I would say this, if we have other folks that are interested and want to do that, I would say absolutely let them go forward. And if we don't, then I would consider staying in, in a role moving forward, but would love to have other folks get involved as well. I would just say, I'm kind of an old school guy. I like talking with people face to face. So you can imagine this Zoom stuff kind of pains me. Um, not pains, I like seeing you all, but um, would rather see you all in person. But um, I think just, you know, trying to learn the technical lingo of following things on protocol on Zoom is just takes you a couple meetings to get used to, and then you just kind of smooth sailing after that, in my opinion. But just wanted to throw that in. So, Jessica, we do have interest for a chair in Jeff. Do we have to have both can, right now? Can we go ahead and vote on a chair and then open discussion on a vice chair? Jessica Morton's your transportation planning manager. And yes, you can proceed to do them as single or separate appointments and okay. motions. And if we do not have anybody else interested in being the chair, do we actually have to take a vote or can we just say acclimated? Or do you wanna go through to do the, the vote individually? Well, if you have a candidate that with a motion in a second, you can do you can acclimate by unanimous consent. That's fine. But with if there's that. no but if there's we need someone to fill that role. Well sure. Yeah. Okay. Um okay, well I am looking for a motion then and a second to select Jeff Crick as the chair for this TAC group for the twenty twenty one uh, year, because it'd be 2021 and the early part of 2022. Um, be looking for a motion and a second on that. Melinda Harker, a motion to elect uh, Jeff Crick as the chair for 2021. Dad Void, I'll second that. Okay, this is Aaron Quisenberry. Uh, it's been motioned by Melinda and seconded by Chad to 
select elect Jeff Crick into the chair role for the 2021 early part of 2022 year for this committee. I'll just go ahead and turn it over to Jessica for a roll call vote. Okay, um, in alphabetical order by last name, Crick. I'll abstain on voting for myself, I guess. Okay, uh, Harger. Aye. Quisenberry. Yes. Rhodes. Yes. Smith. Yes. White. Yes. Weigel. Yes. Six to zero to one with Crick abstaining. Motion carries. So I just wanted to let you know that time everybody voted yes. It's a subliminal thing. I'm telling you, if like one of the first people say whatever, like Jeff said, I initially, so we all followed I. We're all now doing yes, by the way. That's just FYI. Um, okay, Jessica, do can we go ahead and turn it over to Jeff at this point? Or do you want to uh, elect? I'll stay in for this little portion and see if we can get a vice chair elected. You guys can duke that out. I'll finish this. That's all right, Jeff. So, um, Melinda, just to ask you first, do you have any interest in serving in the vice chair role again for year two? Or set your second year of that? Melinda Harger, no, just because we've had some recent departures and I've taken on additional responsibility. I don't think we could manage that this year as well. Gotcha. Do we have any other interest in anybody serving as the vice chair for the 2021 and early portion of the 2020 year, 2022 year. I'd be happy to do that. Chad, you're awesome. You're awesome, man. Anybody else? Is there anybody else that has interest? Okay, looking for a motion and a second to elect Chad as the vice chair for the 2021 early portion 2022 year. Looking for a motion and a second. Melinda Harger, I motion to elect uh, Chad Voigt for the vice chair position for 2021. Allison Smith, KDOT, I would move to approve or second that motion. Okay, this is Aaron Quisenberry. It's been motioned by Melinda and seconded by Allison to uh, elect Chad in the vice chair role for 2021, early part of 2022. Turn it over to Jessica for roll call vote. All right, Crick. Aye. Harger. Aye. Quisenberry. Aye. Rhodes. Yes. Smith. Yes. Voight. Abstain. Weigel. Aye. Six to zero with it, one abstention of Voight. Motion carries. All right. Jeff, I think the rest of the agenda is yours, man. I want it. <laughs> Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. First quiz, thank you for all the, the good work. You set the bar very high, and hopefully I can I can meet you there at least. So keep on the good work. Um, appreciate that. that, but the bar's around the knees. I appreciate that though. So <laughs> well, it looks like we're on to item number two, which is transportation twenty forty amendment number one. I'll turn this back to staff. Great. 
So I'd like to present to you what we've had out for public comment now for 30 days is our uh, Transportation 2040 Amendment 1. Hopefully everybody can see my screen, um, share there. This amendment was requested by KDOT for the inclusion of two projects in T2040. Um, one moved onto the fiscally constrained project list and a new one added um, and put on the fiscally constrained project list. These projects were selected in the Eisenhower Legacy Transportation Program or the Ike program. That's the KDOT uh, long range um, list of projects um, and program for uh, development for the modernization pipeline projects. Um, you can see here the project locations, the first one, the interchange project number 142 and the modernization project 146 on 56. Um, the interchange project is a diverging diamond interchange, which will reduce the conflict points and it will be a huge safety improvement um, at the K10 US 40 interchange. Um, we believe that this US 40 K10 project helps achieve the goals in transportation 2040 access and choice, um, a big huge safety benefit, which we'll show in a second when we look at crash records. Um, and of course, move, efficiently moving goods and people. Um, here's the crash history here from 2015 to 2019 at this intersection. And you can see there's a lot of queuing issues um, through the exit and access onto K10. And so this diverging diamond interchange should reduce the conflict points and make this a safer intersection for people to use and access um, both of these uh, state facilities. The other one, US 56 reconstruction from 59 um, towards Baldwin um, was the highest rated modernization project on the Ike project list for geometric safety and pavement structure concerns. Um, and so adding these lanes and increasing the width of shoulders should provide um, additional space for vehicles to recover and be a huge safety improvement. Like the other one, you can see there's some crash history here um, along this corridor. And so these improvements will be a welcome safety improvement um, for this corridor. Here's what we're looking at in terms of the project budgets um, and being added to the fiscally constrained list. Um, this project, however, particularly US 40 um, and K10, you can see there's some phases of it that have not yet been authorized. So while we are programming them in T2040 on the fiscally constrained list, they will require future TIP amendments. Um, even in addition, not just the one you're gonna entertain today, but in addition to that to program future funding for um, those phases that are not yet authorized as part of this pipeline program. Um, likewise, you can see here with the project budget for US 56 reconstruction, um, construction, and right away in utilities has yet not yet been authorized. So we're moving this project into a pipeline. Um, we will be putting it on the fiscally constrained list, but it will require future TIP amendments to finalize uh, commitment of construction and right away in utility funding to this project. Um, before we can spend this project, money on these projects and can proceed um, to move them in the pipeline of Ike, um, we need to amend them into T2040. So what you're looking at today is entertaining um, recommendation of approval of that amendment to T2040. Um, and then there will need to be future TIP amendments um, the TIP amendment you're entertaining today for them to begin the phases that are approved and then future TIP amendments to spend future monies uh, to proceed with those projects. Um, 
We held a 30-day public comment period and made paper and online versions available. Um, we received one public comment um, from the city of Baldwin City and we forwarded it to KDOT because it was in relation to the design elements of US 56. And so we've asked KDOT to entertain the request for consideration of signalization of a crossing um, along the section of reconstruction um, as part of the design and um, they will likely address that in the warrants um, in part of that project. So we have forwarded that on. Other than that, we received no other public comments to that process and no one at this point has signed up to speak in relationship to this proposed um, T2040 amendment. I'd be happy to entertain any questions you may have about this amendment to T2040. Right, Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Uh, looks like Quiz, have a question? Yeah, it's probably probably nothing, but I think Jessica, if you could go back to the very first slide yes. uh, on there, I, I think you said 146, which was south of town. And I think on that slide, it had 143. I don't know if that matters or not. Oh yes, I, I meant 143. Did I read gotcha. it wrong? I just wanted to make sure the numbers were accurate wherever it was gonna be, so. Sorry. Yeah, cool. I was reading project numbers that are numbers in the tip. So sorry if I misspoke. Gotcha. Right. Jeff Craig Planning and Development Services. Any other questions for staff? All right. Um, with that, I'd be happy to entertain a motion for this item. Melinda Harper. Go ahead, Adam. Adam Weigel. Transit Parking Manager, City of Lawrence. I recommend approval of the Transportation 2040 Amendment 1. Melinda Harger, I second the motion. Mm -hmm. I have a, a motion by Adam and a second by Melinda. So I'll put the, the question to the board. So uh, Jessica, feel free to reel the roll. Yep, Crick. Aye. Harger. Aye. Quisenberry. Aye. Rhodes. Aye. Smith. We maybe lost Allison. Aye. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Voight. Aye. Weigel. Aye. Motion carries seven to zero. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Um, move on to item number three, which is federal fiscal year 21 through 24 transportation improvement program amendment number one. So turn this to staff. Thank you, uh, Ashley Breyers, Transportation Planner. I had to remember to un unmute myself. Let's see about sharing my screen. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. So the federal fiscal year 2021 through 2024 transportation improvement program or the tip which is the implementation arm of the long-range plan or transportation 2040 uh, was completed last year in October and then quarterly we do amendments to make sure it's updated to reflect costs and to add in new projects so we did tip amendment number one uh, to in incorporate the two projects that Jessica just talked about from the T2040 amendment, so 142 and 143. And 
as she mentioned, only the beginning portions of those projects are included. So we'll have to do future TIP amendments to include construction in the TIP. Uh, for 142, the interchange and then for 143 we'll need to do an amendment later, tip amendment later to do uh, utilities and right of way and that sort. Uh, this tip amendment also included, included a couple of other revisions to KDOT projects, the K10 SLT and then repairing the bridge on K10 towards Eudora and this just reflects the plans for funding. Uh, we did a, the 15-day public comment period uh, as required by the public participation plan. We did not receive any public comments, and so here we are moving through the process. Uh, so we'll hopefully with your recommendation for approval, we will go to policy board uh, later th this month. Any questions about the TIP amendment? Oh, one other thing I should mention is we did incorporate the transit safety performance measures into the TIP as part of this public comment period. And so now it's included in the TIP uh, because it needed to be. And those transit safety performance measures will be talked about in a bit when we talk about performance measures, um, but also was completed as part of the state um, transit safety plan. Thank you, Jeff Craig Planning and Development Services. Any any questions for staff on this item? The only question I had, Ashley already answered, so I took care of that one, so. <laughs> Seeing none. Um, How's everybody feel about a, a motion for this item? This is Aaron Quisenberry. I'll make a motion to recommend approval for the 21 through 24 tip amendment one. It's Adam Weigel, I'll second. All right, we have a motion to approve on the floor by Aaron and Adam and put that to Jessica for the roll call vote. Yeah, Crick. Aye. Harger? Aye. Quisenberry? Aye. Rhodes? Aye. Smith? Aye. Boyd? Aye. Weigel? Aye. Motion carries seven to zero. All right. Thank you, Jessica. Um, get my bearings on my agenda real quick. I believe we're on item number four on our regular item performance measures one, two, three. 20 data update and inclusion of transit safety and new measure 27, which I think Ashley kind of uh, gave us a sneak preview to. So I'll turn it over to Ashley for that item. All right. Thank you. I'm Ashley Breyers, transportation planner. As a part of transportation 2040, we had 26 performance measures. And as part of the process, we said we would update them when data was available. We, over the summer last year, realized that doing a one point in time update was not really possible because data was available at different times. And so we've developed a rolling schedule to update the data as it's available. And this is just the next time to do it. And also, as I mentioned from the TIP amendment is we're adding in another performance measure. So we'll now have 27 performance measures. And so I'll 
go, go over these quickly. Uh, performance measure one was the percentage of people who have access to the bikeway network originally, but in the Lawrence Bikes plan, we adjusted it to be access to the level of comfort three or below bikeway because we're really concerned about increasing the level of comfort. And so we wanted to actually measure that rather than just access to the bikeway because it might be, you might have access to it, but it might not be comfortable. And so again, we want to improve the access to comfortable bikeways. So this is updated data for 2020. We also have data from 2019, so you can just see how it's changed. Now one thing for all of this data is the EJ zones have changed pretty much every year. And so when you're comparing the EJ year over year, it's a little bit hard to do. Um, we did develop a website that has all of the different maps for the EJs, so you can look at them, and that link is down here. Um, so we plan to update this next year, and we hope to increase our access. The next one is percentage of public streets with sidewalk on at least one side. And we do have data since 2017 for this one. And then we have a model for this, so we should be able to do this yearly. And percentage of public streets with bikeway network, 2020 and 2019. So we should be able to do this one yearly as well, as well as the sidewalk one, and hope to increase. The percentage of pavement of non-NHS major roads collector and above in good and poor condition is a local measure, so we don't have any uh, targets. And actually, all of these measures, except for the transit one, don't have any targets. And so we just have desired trends. And if you would have looked at our previous performance measure report, we had older data for Lawrence uh, pavement, but the city has changed the way that they're collecting their data, and so it was decided that we could not compare the new data to the old data. And so we're just starting with this 2020 number, and then when data is collected again, well, it should be consistent, hopefully, and so we can see over time. So that's good condition, and then we have poor condition. And we anticipate up updating this in 2022. And this is the transit safety performance measure, so the new number 27. And Adam, if, if you want to speak on this any, but um, our actual target is this one, the system reliability the 40,000, um, because these other ones are all from the state, is my understanding. Is that correct, Adam? Yeah, so the state built these targets for the fatalities and injuries and safety events um, based off of national best practice, but also looking at, at other measures that other agencies through the state were doing. So, I mean, obviously, we want to see very low injuries and safety events, no fatalities. So the, the one that might uh, be something we can affect more is, is that final one related to system reliability and failures per vehicle revenue miles. Okay. And so that, as I mentioned, is a part of the state-sponsored agency safety plan, which was approved by the city commission in August. And so we'll add this date here after the policy board 
approves this document. And we believe that this will be updated yearly, so we'll have new numbers to plug in once that's been approved by the city commission. So those are the updated numbers. I will I'll go ahead and go to the EJ map just so you can see it. Oh, I'll have to fix that. So we have the interactive one from the current tip because that's the, the most up-to-date environmental justice you'll see on here. There you go. And environmental justice is low-income and minority populations. And then as you scroll down, there's all the different versions of it. All right, any questions about this data? Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Ashley, I'm not sure if this is a question for you or Adam, but I'll I'll open the floor to it there. The the vehicle revenue miles. Could just walk through what that means exactly. So is that is that the vehicle operating by taking on passengers and fare versus when it's in transit to or from maintenance facilities or just kind of what that is and what that entails? Adam Weigel, yes. So revenue miles means um, you know during its scheduled service hours. So the deadhead time, which is the time it would take to get from our maintenance facility to the beginning of its route where it's actively picking up passengers, that is not part of that mileage measurement. Does that help? It, it does, thank you. I just wanna make sure I had the, the right understanding for that term. <laughs> Jeff Crick, Planning and Development Services. Any other questions from, from the board? Uh, Melinda? Melinda Harker, um, I had a question on performance measure 20, the percent of pavement um, in good condition. And I, I was curious, I was looking at the Eudora metric. Um, it says good is greater than or equal to six. And I was wondering what unit or method um, was being used there. I know Lawrence uses PCI, um, but I was just curious about that. Yeah, so Ashley Byers, Transportation Planner. Uh, they do also use PCI as well, but they have a much lower scale. I think it was 10 maybe was their absolute highest. Um, and they just had said that six was better. Um, let's okay. I have a chat. Melinda Harger, so it might be similar to like a 60 if you're looking at PCI goes up to 100. A six on a scale of 10 might be around a, a 60. Yeah, okay, so I just got a chat from Jeff Rhodes at, um, oh, he sent it to everybody, but one through 10 is the, is the metric. Okay, um, Melinda Harger, I had one additional question. I wasn't sure on this if, um, just for comparison, if you have the, the links, because um, I know, you know, linear feet or lane miles or something like that for this particular metric. On some of the others, it, it provided quantities as well. So I was just curious if that is available for this metric. It is, yes. Um, we, uh, Ashley Breyer's Transportation Planner, we do have the number of miles, uh, specifically for Lawrence. And yeah, I could figure it for Eudora and Douglas County as well, if you think that would be good to, to incorporate. 
Melinda Harger, I, I think it would be helpful to look at this um, as we're looking at the charts and see how the lane miles compare as well. I, uh, for transparency, I live in Eudora, and so I see the metric, and I'm just curious, you know, how many lane miles of Eudora would fit this metric? Um, if a lot of our uh, high percentage is probably residential here in Eudora, so I was just curious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll add that in before going to policy board. Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager, and after Jeff's question about vehicle revenue miles too, I want to make sure that we have adequate. Yeah defining characteristics on that page to explain that to anybody who may be trying to read that. So yeah. we will review that too. I made a note about that as well. <laughs> All right, um, Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. Is there any other questions from the board on, on this item? All right, well, be happy to entertain any questions or motions that the Group sees fit. Melinda Harker, um, I move that we recommend approval of the updated performance measures one, two, three, twenty, and transit safety twenty seven. Aaron Quizzen. All right, I had a motion to approve by Melinda and a second by Adam and any other discussion? All right, uh, Jessica, would you mind calling the roll please? Yeah, Crick. Aye. Harger? Aye. Quisenberry? Aye. Rhodes? Aye. Smith? Aye. Boyd? Aye. Weigel? Aye. Motion carries seven to zero. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jessica. And thank you, everybody. And looks like we're on to the quick updates portion of the agenda. Jessica, or is that just, is that you? Yes, I can take that today. So we wanted to share information about our Safe Routes to School plan. Tonight will be the last uh, Baldwin City Council will receive our Safe Routes to School plan. Um, and then it will have been to all the school boards and city commissions and councils. Um, and we will, we have begun the process of continuing to work on implementation, but some of the specific implementation actions uh, recommended in the plan. So our traffic circulation and encouragement maps are our really next big round of products that the public will see. We are also working specifically with Lawrence, uh, USD 497 in the city to uh, develop an MOU for an agreement for continued coordination. And we have uh, the working group participating in a conversation about a school area traffic control policy update in Lawrence also. Um, we have begun the process, as you saw, about the with the MPO Policy Board establishing a steering committee um, for the ITS plan, and so we will begin that process soon. And we are also in the process to hire a consultant in regards to the transit route redesign study. And so, more information will be available about that as we after we finalize our negotiations of a professional services agreement, a contract with that company, and we will work with that steering committee um, to begin that route redesign process. Is there anything else on that list? My screen won't move. Uh, the uh, Jeff Crick Planning and Development Services. Looks like only thing left is item number four, which is the monthly KDOT update, which is, we had a, a link to that list. So Thank you. 
Um, otherwise, I think that's great. Any any questions for staff on, on the quick update items? All right, well, I'll move on to uh, other business. Is there any other new or old business of the board to continue on this today? Seeing none, uh, it looks like we're moving to our next meeting, which hard to believe this is February. So our next meeting will be March 2nd or as another date sent by tag is required on that item there. So hope everyone's got that on their calendars for the item there. And Jessica will hopefully point me if I'm wrong here, but I believe, do we need to make a motion to adjourn or do we just, no, all right. Well, with that, I'll, uh, anybody have any other questions before we call this meeting to a close? All right, seeing none, thank you everybody for attending. Thank you. And we'll see you in March.